This is the Passive Wealth Strategy Show. I'm your host, Taylor Lote. And to date, I have acquired, invested in, partnered on, or otherwise had a hand in over $150 million of commercial real estate. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. I really want to thank you guys for joining me here today. It's going to be a solo episode. I'm going to be speaking about something that I've been thinking about a lot recently as a multifamily investor myself. Once again, I want to thank you for joining me here today. Let's dive right into it. Today, I want to talk about how AI will impact multifamily real estate investing over the next five to 10 years. These are innovations that I see right around the corner, and that's primarily because most, if not all of the technologies already exist. They just need either more refinement, and that's not a significant amount of refinement, just some refinement. And in some cases, they just need to be put together by experts in those fields. And I'm hoping that by putting these things out there, we can inspire the next tech innovation in multifamily real estate investing. So let's dive right into it. Number one, the biggest impact that I see AI having on the future of multifamily real estate investing is in property management. And I know that sounds boring. It's hard to get excited about property management, but guys, our property managers are the ones who make money for us. And I'll talk specifically about where I think AI is going to impact property management the most, and that is in chatbots and voice communication. So we've seen this proliferation of chat GPT. I asked an AI about XYZ and here's what it said. Well, that technology is completely free to use, at least for non-commercial users right now. You can just go try it. Go to Google, type in chat GPT. You can create a username and give it a shot. And it is amazing what ChatGBT is able to put out for free. It's able to generate a conversation with you pretty much in real time. So we have the ability to generate a conversation. On the other hand, we also have the ability to synthesize a human voice to a very convincing degree. And I'll give you a really kind of frankly frightening example of this being put out by Google. Back in 2018, Google unveiled a prototype by AI that was able to have a full unscripted conversation over the phone with a human. And there's going to be a video in the show notes that you can check out of an AI having a conversation with somebody over the phone where the AI is booking an appointment and it's able to generate this in real time. And that was back in 2018, you guys, this was almost five years ago. And just think about how quickly technology advances. If they were able to do this in essentially a lab setting five years ago, over the next five to 10 years, really probably before 2030, that technology will be commercially available and AI will be able to have an unscripted conversation in a real estate investing context. So what does that mean? What do I really mean by that? And what are the use cases, potential use cases of this technology? So really comes down to the AI will be able to have conversations with our tenants and prospective tenants about maintenance issues, about booking an appointment to come see a unit and maybe fill out an application to apply for a unit. It will be able to call our service providers and book someone. Say a tenant calls in about a failed HVAC system, my AC is not working. Well, they'll have that conversation with an AI 
and the AI will take that information and then the AI will essentially instantaneously call our HVAC people and book an appointment for someone to come in and that will happen totally automatically, if not mostly automatically. The AI will have that conversation with the tenant and they'll have that conversation with our service provider and maybe there'll be somebody in an office clicking a button or something to confirm that yes, we wanna send a tech out to have this unit looked at or what have you. But the actual phone conversation, that, that part of the labor is going to be totally automated. We can see that the technology already exists and it just needs to be applied to our industry. Again, five years ago, Google was doing this in a laboratory setting. Over the next five to 10 years, this technology will become commercially available and we as real estate investors will be able to apply that to our businesses. So the ability of an AI to have a conversation over the phone with our tenants, with our service providers, and that will just take so much labor out of the equation, we'll get better results out of our, you know, maintenance visits, all that kind of a thing. It's going to be incredible. It's also going to say it's going to save us a lot of money because we're not going to have to pay someone to handle those calls. AI will be able to do that at scale and much more efficiently than our employees can. All right, next up, number two, market analysis. AI is going to get incredibly advanced at analyzing markets for us. So there are great data sources already where we can pull up information about markets like CoStar. CoStar is a great example, but it's also very expensive to use. And there's a lot of kind of manual stuff that we have to do in order to make the maximum usage of that data. Well, AI is going to get integrated with that market data and we'll be able to tell it exactly what we're looking for in terms of economic fundamentals, in terms of rental demands, in terms of availability of property management and other services. And it'll tell us exactly what we're looking for because that's really just a matter of processing data. The data is available and we just need to have some enterprising entrepreneur teach an AI how to sift through that real estate investing data so that we can utilize the data for our businesses. All right, number four, predictive and preventive maintenance. So this one's again, a little bit, it sounds kind of boring like the property management example, but when AIs are sufficiently trained in how long it takes a particular piece of equipment to fail, when we have several hundred units, the AI is going to be able to predict how many units we're going to have fail and when ahead of time, at least at a statistical level. It probably won't be able to tell us exactly which units, say HVAC units, are going to fail at any given time. But at a statistical level, it will be able to tell us out of, say, 200, 250 units, whether we're going to have 10 units probably fail this year or 20 and what time of year they're likely to fail in. And that will enable us to more precisely and accurately budget and forecast. And again, that doesn't sound exciting, but we're talking about cash flows. We're talking about mitigating risk. We're talking about preventing downtime and all kinds of very important things. AIs are going to get more and more integrated with our maintenance schedules and will help us predict when things are going to fail and properly budget for that to happen. Okay, the next one, the last big one that I have for you today that I see, again, coming right around the corner is in deal sourcing and actually going and finding real estate deals. 
This goes back to the availability of chat programs and voice synthesizers. When those two technologies are applied to cold outreach to potential sellers and to brokers, that is going to enable investors to massively scale up the amount of outreach we do and how effective that outreach is to generate potential leads and potential investment properties. Right now, in order to outreach to potential sellers, you have to pay someone to sit at the phone and to do that. People get tired. People people get sick of making those phone calls. Believe me, that's terrible. AI doesn't get tired. It learns from all of its experiences, and it's going to be making so many of these phone calls. And now we're getting into potential spam territory, right? So we need to be careful about that, but that will get sorted out. It's going to be able to call sellers, call brokers, have conversations, ask for information about our properties. And again, in real time, it's not just going to be a recording like we're used to getting with all these spam calls that are out there. And even if it's not over the phone, right, these chat programs are going to be able to do mailers. It's going to be able to identify potential properties for acquisitions, send very highly tailored mailers to our target sellers. It's going to be able to analyze those properties for us and tell us whether they're good opportunities. And this is really garbage in, garbage out, right? We need to have great data sources, but those data sources are really already under development, already commercially available. And as we get these chat programs more trained on what it takes to generate a potential deal, how we find deals, everything along those lines, that's going to just scale up our ability to find deals considerably. Again, I think these things are probably going to happen over the next five to 10 years. If you've listened to this show for any amount of time, you probably know that I'm a fairly optimistic type of person. I've done several podcast interviews on other folks' shows recently, and a lot of the and a lot of the conversations that I'm having with other real estate investors center a lot around negativity. There are a lot of Folks out there, they just have such a negative view on what the next couple of years will bring, and I don't share that view. I think there are so many exciting things going on right now and exciting things right around the corner that we're doing ourselves a disservice if we don't focus more on the positive things and not dwell on the negative. I'm not denying that there are negative things out there. Of course there are, but that is the way of the world. That's the way things have always been. We forget or we tend to forget about discomfort that we experienced in the past. We forget what it felt like. So our experience of discomfort today feels so much more major and and acute and relevant to us that since we've forgotten what our discomfort yesterday or two years ago or five years ago felt like, we're not experiencing that discomfort today. We can't really accurately compare the two, but I believe if we really step back and try to be objective about what negative things looked like maybe 10 years ago, maybe 20 years ago, heck, maybe 100 years ago, think back about what things were like 100 years ago in the 1920s. There was some bad stuff on the horizon and hey, we made it through, we're on the other side of that today, but there were bad things in the past, there will be bad things in the future, and I think we're doing ourselves a disservice if we focus on the potential for bad things happening in the future. If we focus on the good, we enable ourselves to go pursue those positive things and 
frankly, take advantage of them and capitalize on them and push the ball forward for ourselves, for everyone around us. So I just kind of wanted to leave that with you today as well. As we head into 2023, think about the positive. Don't dwell on the negative. It's great to set goals for yourself for the entire year, but the more you can focus that down to goals for today, goals for this week, goals for this month, and maybe goals for like this quarter, maybe the next uh, 12 weeks or so. Don't go any further than that though. Focus on what you can get done right now, the positive things that are happening right now. How can I take care of the negative things that are going on? How can I capitalize on the positive and keep pushing forward? I want to thank you guys for joining me today. Tomorrow, we're going to be back with our interviews. We've got Gino Barbaro of Jake and Gino on the show. We're going to continue talking about multifamily real estate investing. I hope you are as excited as I am for 2023. I hope you have great things on the horizon. And if you don't feel that you do have great things on the horizon, try to think of some great things. Write a list. Take a note. Start writing things down. Eventually, you're going to stumble across some positive things that are on the horizon for you. Once again, I'm your host, Taylor Lote. I want to thank you for tuning into the Passive Wealth Strategy Show today. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. Let's go get it. If you're enjoying the show, if you do enjoy the show tomorrow, don't forget don't forget to subscribe. Please leave us a rating interview on Apple Podcasts. Five stars if you don't mind, you guys. I appreciate that so, so much. That helps other people learn about the show because that helps us rank higher in the Apple Podcasts ecosystem. And I'm always honest with you guys. That gives me a nice little warm and fuzzy feeling because I get to see that you're engaging with the content and you're escaping the Wall Street Casino along with us. Don't forget to subscribe and catch us here every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Once again, we'll be right back here tomorrow with Gino Barbaro. Right now, I hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll talk to you on the next one. Bye-bye.